Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Here we all are again. We're back. We didn't do level checks, but whatever. Whatever. Sure, it's fine. This is a little low, actually. Let me uh, jack it up a bit. There we go. Jack off. <laughs> are we on? Yes, we are on. We are on, on yes. Oh, hello, dear. Hello. 200. Hello. 200. God. I tried to do some math, like, in my head in the car on the way over here to figure out how many consecutive days we have sat here at this table or the various tables we had yeah i couldn't do that math no not in my head i'm not gonna basically three years man. well we average about an hour per episode well yep. 200 episodes right you divide that by you know you multiply that out and then divide by like 24 and that's that's how many consecutive days of it's all it's an it's a lot it's a lot it's been a minute yeah it's been a hot minute yeah Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, Right Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. And Worship Brother Ken. We are up here on our 200th episode. Woo. 200 episodes, three years we've been at this. Amazing. 200, almost as old as Greg Schultz. <laughs> Damn. Damn near. His, his brother fed it to me right in the feed. I, I had to. I had to. A couple of years shy of you then. Well, it'll be three years <laughs> in what, January? <laughs> this January, three uh, January, years. January, right? February. Or yeah. better yet, it's the oh. place Joe came in during his uh, chili cook-off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Solid one. burn. It's going to be one of those. It's going to be one of those types <laughs> of And, I, and I, uh. I didn't take the shot on the short joke before. I let it go. Which mm-hmm. one? The one uh, you were one letter short on putting height. Yes, I was trying to spell in the description. I said we're talking about Freemasonry at its height, and I spelled it wrong. And, and I, I looked said, around the I could have easily said something like, he can't spell it because he doesn't have it. Right. But I didn't. I let it go. I didn't yeah. take the shot. I did not take the shot. Because you're tired, though. If you were, I if am. you were, if you were full of vim and vigor, you would have. Or piss and vinegar, as my mom yeah. would say. That's yeah. <laughs> what she says. What? Uh, Greg Schultz. I remember the first episode of George ranting about Alex Jones. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. do that no much anymore. I mean, I still rant about him, but it takes a lot to get me fired up now. But. You know, I first episode, as I've said, was pulled down due to. Um, it was rough. It was rough. It was raw. It was, I like to think of it as a pilot, like a pilot. It episode. was a pilot episode. Yeah, it you was. Don't, you usually don't see it again. Sometimes they change the actors around. There was a lot of lot of. So let's talk about the first episode while we got a second. It yeah. was brought up. So yeah, a lot of f bombing that went on. Um, a lot of f bombing. There was a lot of different voices and personalities. And one and microphone. Two, 
two, mm-hmm. I mean, there's three of us, which I think is a perfect balance. Three, right? Yeah. It's our number. Yeah. Episode but, one was like five guys, one mic, which is no five. It was like nine people up there. The yeah, first one, still was, one mic though. I mean, seriously, you went with that though? Five guys, one mic. That's all Sorry. I can come up with right now. While I'm trying to get into Instagram, I saw a movie like that once. <laughs> I had oh, a feeling. Gosh. This is just how you know me and you got a sick, twisted sense of humor. <laughs> Kenda still doesn't get it. He's trying to look up. What no, I know. He's what on you're his phone, like I know. What you're I have guys. One mic. What's I'm not that, that innocent. <laughs> I think John Jeez. Gates. Okay, Chili Britney Spears. <laughs> I think John Gates the Chili Cheater for uh, introducing me to that original movie. Yeah, the first episode was pulled down. We we uh, at some point, what I'd like to do is maybe re. I think it's actually you can get it on Patreon, right, Joe? Yes, you can get it on Patreon mm. for as I little as five dollars a month. Uh, you can join Patreon, become a patron of the podcast, where you'll get exclusive access to Patreon content, which not only includes the first episode, but probably Santa Sabotage. Highly recommend uh, that with the high with the holidays yeah. coming up not too long. <laughs> yep. um, and then you'll also get access to our Discord channels, all mm-hmm. for as little as five dollars a month. And you'll get uh, also, last but not least, the ever elusive <laughs> Freemasons gold tone lapel pin. Uh, J.R. Coombe, what's up? First time watching live. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Glad yeah. to have you. Joseph Schultz, yeah, that's what we were driving at. <laughs> so me and Joe started chuckling yeah. like two little schoolgirls for Um Yeah. It's amazing how far we've come in three years, though. I mean, we started off with a basic the round table over there. It was literally, ah, I see what I did there. Nah. <laughs> And we didn't have to steal this table. Uh, was right, it that? But, I thought, but, oh, then we moved to that one. Yes, but the round table, table has become a bit outdated and archaic and not relevant anymore, right? <laughs> yes. Since we have this nice new... Oh, I think rectangle's the way to go. It's Absolutely. a new hotness. Oh, All the kids are talking shit. about the rectangle. So. Uh, but yes, we had the round table over there. It was one mic uh, in the middle of us. You could just about barely hear it. Rocco was trying to be like Robin from, from Howard Stern in the back corner, and he's yelling across the room, drove me friggin' nuts. Uh, it was pretty rough, though. That and mic was terrible, too. There really wasn't, you know, there wasn't a cohesive thought. It was, uh, those first couple episodes were more of just ranting about different things. I mean, we Mostly went into... Alex Jones, right? Uh, Alex Jones, the Illuminati, Bohemian Grove. I mean, we were just hitting a whole bunch of different things in one episode. It was like literally two and a half hours long. Masonic word salad. Yeah, it really was. And it was just basically... I saw a movie like that once. Too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Is it hot salad? <laughs> hot lettuce. Hot lettuce tossed right, salad. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, talk about that later. Yeah, so it, it was just a, it was it was a lot, man. It was just it was a lot of. And realistically, it was a. I hate to say I started the podcast because I was pissed off, but in a sense, I was pissed off. Like, well, the it, Alex Jones thing was really the impetus, right? Like, no, 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 the, no. It was actually a lot of things. It was you know just the, between everybody talking shit about Freemasonry on uh, and all the the. The, the trolls and all that mm. stuff. And then you have membership yeah, decline. Alex Jones, the membership decline. It was just, it was more of a, just a rant pissed off episode to set the record straight. And mm. then we had the whole polar, polar seltzer. Thing. Yeah. That was episode eight with Steve. Mm. He started that whole shit wagon. And then there was Dan, the Italian love you. That got started with every freaking two minutes. Everybody saying, love you, mm-hmm. love you, love you. My inbox every five seconds. Love you, love yep. you. Son of a bitch. You were getting like snail mail letters too that just said, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, they dug it's deep. fine. They dug deep. Uh, shortly after that, then it went into uh, 
uh, Joe coming aboard. I think was it Ken or Joe? Which one of you guys came first? Joe. I was uh, the episode before. You yeah. were fifteen. That was one I won't forget, especially the after hours of and fifteen. Then, well, I, <laughs> what I won't forget is I did fifteen, and you're like, "Hey, great job, good job, blah blah blah," and then Ken came on, and then I get a call. Oh my God, Ken was so good. That was the best episode ever. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? I was just on last week. I don't know if it was good as far as quality, but it ranked really well. So then that's what became. I'm like, well, then I have to come back on. Because if if, yeah. if you think his episode was better than mine, I have to come back back on, and that's what led to the. Oh yeah, we had a rivalry. No, see, wait, 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 hold on though. When Ked, uh, when early rivalry yeah. before we really? met each other, yeah, yeah, really, because yeah, we both wanted to have the best episode. Yeah, really? yeah, that's what started the whole. I thing. I thought that's, you were here when Ken came. No, not the first time. No, oh, I didn't man. meet Ken until the Battle of the Masters, and that was the whole impetus of it was. Oh, was, that's uh, right. A little friendly rivalry between two <clears throat> brothers that had not yet met. Yeah. That's right. But he um, was the shiny new penny. It was like, yeah. you ever see that meme with the guy walking down the street with his girlfriend and he's looking back over his yeah. shoulder? Oh, yeah. That's yep. me and you walking and then Ken walking by and you're like, ooh. Yep. And then it just kind of... exactly what it felt like, too. <laughs> and then once I... I think once it was you, me, and and Ken up here, it just kind of clicked. It was just yeah. perfect. It had... You had the... I don't know. I was the angry one, which we've proved that to be wrong. Did we? Chili boy. I think we've all evolved a little bit. <laughs> we all have our moment. You're angry all the time. You're like you're like uh, Bruce Banner in the Avengers. That's my oh, secret. Right. I'm angry all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I was the angry one. You were the goofy one, the funny one. And Ken was like the, the middle of the road kind of... Uh, 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 the, Ken was the leveler, the voice of if reason. you will. Yes. Yeah, the, the leveler. leveler. Okay. Whenever we got too excited about something, Ken was always there to bring us back down. Yeah, if Joe's the straw, I'm more yeah. of like the mixer, right? Like I'm the cranberry juice. Greg Schultz, the, thank you for feeding this to us, man. Because I'm honest to God, like um, I don't remember half of the stuff. It's I don't remember what I did five minutes ago, but I do remember uh, Ken getting scared of the ghosts. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> That's happened a couple times in Masonic lodges. Uh, that that let me tell you, that was freaking one of the funniest times I think I've ever been up here for a podcast is when I heard Henry sucks and then every day oh, and I no. swear to God I heard that out through the head things mm-hmm. because and it, then and again I said it before I said it again this wall is now blown out but there was a wall here with a door and that door was shut I was on the other side with sound deadening headphones in and, and mm-hmm. you know and I heard Henry sucks every day I did not know what was said beforehand. I swear to God. Right, you just heard the gibberish. I just heard the gibberish yeah. of the head things. I didn't know what Henry said beforehand. Yeah, or, until or they John, cleaned it up. They McManus, he says, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, he, he I, This was during it? the Estes method. Oh, so okay. I'm in the other room. I have the headphone on. i got a mic yep. in front of me, but I'm hearing the, the Estes method, which is basically an AM radio yeah, it's like through all the frequencies right, and right. stuff. Yeah. And uh, and Henry said something, and then John had uh, John McManus said, uh, worship brother John McManus said, uh, "Do you have a message for Henry?" And then I heard it. Now I and again, it was it was chills when I edited when I edited that back, and I oh, actually because you can't, heard yeah because you can't hear everything John. together. Yeah, yeah, it was scary and funny at the same yeah. time because he said, "You have a message for Henry," and I said, "Henry sucks <laughs> every day." That was freaking hilarious. Um, scary stuff. Oh, the, the failed Charles Island trip that's yeah, being the mentioned fa- in the comments. Yeah, yeah the, the failed. Fa- I don't know. It was like completely aborted. We didn't even yeah. go. Uh, we didn't make plans. My uh, my daughter, who's sitting over there, she ended up going. She made it to Charles Island. Really? And we bitched out. 
Wow. She's like, what, 15? Oh, all right. She's like, yeah, 15. So a teenage yeah, girl well. made it out to Charles Island, and yeah. we chose not to. Well, that's great. Um, right. That's going to be a great meme later on tonight on the community page. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. what else we got here. Dressing up for Halloween, but Ken took the heat for no costume. No, I was. <laughs> I do remember that. Wasn't I? You were the professor. And then everybody <laughs> called me a freaking midget panda. And you guys showed up with like complete random remember? costumes. Remember, we were doing dance macabre <laughs> on that one or what the macabre. I have my, my Chewbacca hoodie on. Or yeah, something? no, Chewbacca onesie. We had talked about it the episode before. Like we we're all going to dress up like. Then there were memes Island. put up about me being a freaking midget panda or something along yeah. those lines because I did the. Oh, you the, did the skull face. The macabre thing. face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But from was, the side. You initially, couldn't. though, the plan was you were going to be Gilligan. Ken was right. going to be the professor, and I was going to dress up as Ginger. And I was yeah. the only one who did. Yep, yep. <laughs> Ken's the only one who did. Because I don't know what. Uh, Oh, uh, God. How are we going to take over the Shock. world if we can't even organize an episode? Shock collar trivia. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm. George was the trash panda. That's right. Yes, I was called the trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> Shock collar. That was fun. Uh, Jack the Ripper episode. I'm kind of glad we lost that thing. Oh, we didn't lose it. I could have sworn we lost it. Oh, Can no. we like, go through the back room? And there's... No, no. no. Oh, I still have it. Oh. Anytime you're ready. No, not, not today. <laughs> Let me Joe's tell you. a conscientious yeah, he's got a medical. Hurts. He's got a medical exemption. That thing hurt. That sucked. Uh, oh, the story you told about getting whacked by the electric fence on oh, your ass. That one. Yeah. That was hysterical. Not for me. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch where you pee, dude. It wasn't even that. Um. Anyway. Yeah, it's been a it's been a long ride. But uh, let's do some likes. Do we have anything new? Um, on Instagram, for whatever reason, I just got logged out. Yes, because um, I linked it to Facebook. Oh, okay. Then you oh, can you do it because I now did. I don't have visibility on it. Uh, you want to do it then? All right. I don't know how to do it. Okay. So then you I mean, I can guess so you don't know. based on where we were. Uh, but these might be where do you, where do you go? Tell, tell me that much. Uh, followers. Holy shit. Yes. Where do, where do you find followers? Uh, you go to the... You, I'm new to this. I'm like a virgin. Okay. Like a virgin. Open the profile. So it says the Freemasons podcast with yep. the big logo in the middle and stuff. You'll see followers. Okay. All right, okay. All right, and then right. start from... Followers. Uh, so where'd you leave off last, Ken? I don't know. I can't see it. Uh, I will tell you that we have nothing new on Chartable. The last review is still from Larry Cum Jr. Mm. I don't remember reading that one. I did. I think yeah. I think I remember the Society with shot. Secrets. Was that one cool. of them, Ken? Um, Does that sound familiar? Yeah, it was after that. Uh, Jason Sully, 621. Yeah, that doesn't C-Sirkins. sound familiar. So I would go from there. 3812. Uh, Spyro names. the Service Dog. I oh, remember that one. We did Spyro yeah. the Service Dog. Spyro. Alfred Klinger. That's uh, Rocco's dog, right? That's Rocco's yes. dog. Yeah. Uh, Kassanak. Doc Doyle, 42. Mm-hmm. Dominic Piccarillo. Mm-hmm. Momo seven one seven three three two. Click wow, there's a lot actually. Clay Ton Bigzerby. Official Oh boy. Official AJ Davis some official AJ Davis. Got a uh, guitar, so USMC zero three 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 one. That's Ryan Nordstrom. Dave Lambert, Dwayne Dankins, Garrett Wright. Garrett Height. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think those are in the order that they were. I don't think so either. Yeah, let's just skip it. All right. <laughs> I don't know how you had it going. So I don't know. I'm going to have to boot you out and yeah. log myself back in. No, just use a real freaking... Use it. Use... Okay. 
<sighs> so when Ken makes a password, he makes it like a fucking cyborg would. Well, right? yeah, you want it to be secure. You don't want people cracking into it's our Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, but people get the you know, deface us, defame us, <laughs> slander us. <laughs> they could. Yeah, well, that's like true. Post, okay. post stupid memes and stuff. We do yeah. that ourselves. Yeah, yeah I know. So right, good we point. Can't, we can't. Point taken. We'll make it something simple. <laughs> I'll write it down on a post-it note underneath the podcast there table here. That yeah, perfect. Make it nice and easy. I can tell you what the password is, but I won't do it live. Yeah. Um, I've missed the days of George reading the names. Yeah, I don't do that no more. I've mm-hmm. learned from my mistakes. Famous Schultz's actually showed That's up. That's right, when yes, they actually just I showed up that. to the podcast. I remember the uh, <laughs> hibachi place afterwards. And <laughs> got yelled at. They, they, they were did not like pissed. us very much. Hmm? Well, we didn't know that they what time they closed, so they were just sitting around waiting for us to leave, and we were ready to order another round of drinks, and we're like, oh, I think they're ready to close. What happened hmm. to the guy who claimed he was Illuminati? Uh, oh, yeah, you remember that? Oh, Alistair guy- Cook? Yeah. That was me. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> that was you yeah. the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was me. And then we had to put a uh, moratorium on any fake Facebook accounts and That's like true. that. Yeah. yeah. We're too we, sensitive. Yeah. We had to put it a... It started off as a joke on George, but then it kind of got... Got a little wild. Mm. <laughs> not really wild, but not it wild, just it became... It, the Arsenal Bear really thing was pretty funny, though. That, yeah. that, got, that had me going for a while. We just didn't want to... Especially when I was sitting there like... Holy shit, he's enormous. Yeah. <laughs> and I had no idea that Orson O'Bear is actually Orson O'Bear. We just didn't want to put content out there that we knew was, was false. Right. Um, because, you know, we appreciate our listeners and we mm-hmm. want to give you the real deal and uncensored. So putting mm-hmm. something out there just for entertainment purposes or that's fake isn't really our style. So yeah. at least not anymore. Yeah. Especially now that Facebook like calls you out for putting fake things mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Uh, question for you, Ken. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have pictures and stuff of you can bring up about Freemasonry in its prime, like old photos I of do. like? I can find some for you. Yes. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about Freemasonry in its prime, I guess. Right? Oh no, we got to do our toast. How about that one that says, "A Mason knows how to keep a secret." Oh, that's have a good one. Those are those are the old vintage advertisements yeah, still from the early nineteen hundreds. My yeah. favorite one still to this day is, "Let's end the discontent, elect like the, Mason the Mason president." president. Yeah. Oh. Joe, lead it. Brothers, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire, good fire, fire all. That's good. Together, Mm. brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Like riding a bike. Yes, that's my favorite one. Glendola. That's good. It's a tasty one. All right. Um... Remember that time they wrote about us in the newspaper? Oh, I do remember. Which time? The first time. Yeah. <laughs> the time that made you angry. No time Is that like what we're going to do? We're going to try to piss on each other off, huh? Is that what we're going to see who's going to snap first? <laughs> we went big time. We got into the Masonic newspaper. Yeah. And then Ken celebrated while he was at a barbecue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I remember that. I remember that. He sent a video. Of something, Man, uh, summer barbecue. Adding kindling, I believe it was. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, man, we've had some ups and downs, but you know, I think we've come through it pretty well. Still improving. Yeah. I know uh, language is still an issue. We do our best again. It's definitely better than it used to be. So yeah. we know, survived COVID. We did survive COVID. You know, one of the things so that, far. in regards to language and everything, I think we've, we covered that a couple episodes ago. We were talking about words that hurt and everything and, and words that, you know, people get offended by and everything. And I think I've said it before. Like, you have to take offense to words. Like, 
what is words? They're just sounds coming out of your mouth. So I don't understand the whole. And then I want somebody to tell me exactly what certain words mean. And they, they're like, oh, I don't know. What the hell is making a swear then? It's just a sound coming out of your face. But anyway, uh, more so than that, um, why are you putting that? I'm I'm pulling images up while the you guys are that? talking. That was from, uh, that was, I don't remember what that one was. That is from Joe Harry Potter. That is the um, oh right right right, 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 right. symbol Hallows. for yeah. Deathly Hallows, yeah, which we were drawing. Um, we were drawing con- uh, comparisons to the symbol for the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, correct. Which just is, which swapping is very images out here. So uh, <clears throat> is that a table lodge? Oh, that's an old table lodge. Wow. Uh, we'll show it in a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's in preview. But uh, you know, and again, one of the things I talked about with words and everything is you know, to me, like, yeah. I understand the reason why people get pissed off about uh, the drinking and the swearing, but I mean, honestly, how late do you stay after lodge? <laughs> yeah, you know it. It, it happens. Oh. Um, and I also didn't want it to be all stoic and everything, right? We're all stoic and prim and proper. Like it's, it's not really. You're not telling the public a true story about the Masons. You know? Yeah, We're, it's not who we are. It's not who we are. Either, We're so. everyday guys. Yep. You know. And uh, I think Masons, I think Masonry would thrive a lot better if people seen that, and rather than the quote unquote old people club, yeah, yeah, old rich men's club. Which right. look at uh, a lot of the comments we've been getting over the last god. It seems like the last couple months since things started to open up, we've been getting a lot of messages from people that uh, have joined Freemasonry or are looking to join Freemasonry or have mm. already reached out to a lodge and they're waiting on their investigation. I mean, I, I couldn't even count how many of those we've had in the last couple months. So mm. clearly, we're doing something right because we're we're opening right. up a, a Freemasonry to to those who are interested in, in catching their attention and they're joining the craft. So mm-hmm. say what you want. On top of that, though, you know, l- l- just quickly, and then we'll get into uh, the the height of Freemasonry. Is you know, I think, and I don't want it to sound like we're 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 the craft has been muddied by its reputation, um, and that's why we have to uphold it. But you have to understand the times are way different than what they were when we're talking about the height of Freemasonry. Right? Mm-hmm. The height of Freemasonry was right after, I would have to say, probably between World War One and World War Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think yeah. that's pretty much about the time frame. Yeah, and a bit after World War Two. Uh, a little Post-war, bit after World War America, yeah. Mm. But for the most part, I mean, you have to understand the way people acted and dressed back then. There was no swearing. Mm. Um, I mean, not among gentlemen. Not among mm. gentlemen, right? Uh, the way they dressed was always in suit and tie with the hat. The yeah, hat had to go with it. Vest on, you know, hat, and that was perfect for the times because that's what society was. Mm-hmm. And and for me, society ain't that way anymore. It's no. not the 1930s, 40s, and 50s, right? But we also struggle with the fact that Freemasonry brings with it a lot of tradition, right? We want to keep oh, things the way that they were, you know, ritual-wise and, and value-wise and everything from all the way back to when Freemasonry started. Like, by definition, it has to have that tradition. So there's always going to be conflict as the world around Freemasonry changes, I think. Right. Uh, but, no, I mean, also on top of that, too, there's... You know, <sighs> This is how society is right now, right? Much more laid back. You wear jeans, you wear shorts, you wear, you know, T-shirts and stuff like that. It's just how, it's just the evolution of time, Mm -hmm. you know? 
And I think, honest to God, for me, if I was a new guy coming into Freemasonry and I wanted to join Freemasonry, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't go on whatever. I didn't go on anything. I didn't research it. And I'm just like, oh, this seems pretty cool. I think I want to join this group, right? And a bunch of dudes show up to my house you know, or one to meet me at Dunkin' Donuts or whatever the case may be, wherever you meet. You know, some, I've usually you meet outside for a very good first initial meeting right at least that's where mine was okay they didn't yeah. come to my house the first time right no 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 it's so, usually it's like neutral territory so know. if somebody's like oh yeah shop. meet me down at dunkin donuts or meet me down at the coffee shop or let's go for breakfast or and this dude walks in in a suit and tie and i'm sitting there in my t-shirt and jeans it puts a very intimidating spin to it yeah that or just to me it meant these guys mean business right like i wasn't like True. oh you know like i I own a jacket and tie. I don't wear it. Nor, you know, back I, then I didn't wear it. Right. Unless I had to go to a funeral or do a presentation at right. work. But if somebody walks in looking like that, to me, it was like, oh, okay, these guys are serious. But again, but for an informal meeting, they're showing up for a tux. Or a very first meeting, you're showing up, not a tux, in a suit and tie mm-hmm. and sitting down at the table. It might put some people yeah. off, but like, you know what? I can see that. Nah. Yeah. Whereas if I walk in and, uh, you know, I'm in a, you know, a t-shirt or something like a t-shirt and shorts i'm like hey what's going on how you yeah. doing you know and i'm friendly about it Just and i'm not regular guy, yeah. trying to put off this whole persona that i'm better than you right and that how's that maybe how it comes across that's true yeah there's a you know there's a, a i'm better than you because not just a man of mason right right and you don't want to like what i did there huh right <laughs> but that's not what you want to say to a, a potential candidate especially Correct. this day and it's age it's not yeah. for the record <laughs> yeah it's it is a good campaign i'm just making a point though is that shouldn't be your initial meeting. Well, you I believe it shouldn't it's be. the uh, internal qualifications of a man that matter most in Freemasonry. That's correct. I mean, might have heard that somewhere. Yeah, that might have been in the actual ritual. Right. I'm just saying that if I talk, you know, if I talk to a potential candidate the way I would talk to a friend, it's very welcoming. It's very welcoming. Right. right. Whereas if I'm talking down to you, well, this is what we stand for, and you need to conform. Blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very off. Most younger guys are not going to. Yeah, be they're going back now. No, no, no. It also makes it seem attainable too. If, if some right. guy walks in and he's prim and proper, using words that you've never heard before, you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's not me. Yeah, it, it's, it's not me, not or I'll idea. never be something big in this. Because I understand a lot of people. Some. No, I'm say a lot. Most people join with the intention of, a, of eventually becoming a Masonic leader. Mm. And if it doesn't fit their personality profile, they might be like, yeah, no, never mind. We'll make you do it anyway. Yeah, you know? exactly. Oh, somebody said there goes the feed. What do you mean there goes the feed? That's what uh, Sh- Greg Schultz said. Looks fine to me. Yeah, I don't know. It might be his uh, thing, but... Wouldn't that be fun for old times' sake? Yeah, I know. Like, harken back oh. to the days of crappy internet. No, I mean, we look good. We look good. I'm not seeing any problems here. Nope. We're good. So shut it, Greg Schultz. It's you. It's your internet, bro. Get off my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Which button works this work? Love you, brother. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Holiday's on here, too. I hope he's doing well Yeah, I saw a little traveler on there. Uh, Choppy. It's choppy. Uh, The weather is kind of shady out here. I'm not going to lie. Could be the case. Um, Beautiful Bobby first says it dropped for a second. Oh, it did. All right. You want to talk about somebody with great hair? That guy has great hair. Yeah. Better than mine. Wow, that's saying something. Yeah. He's my hair hero. <laughs> Do you remember? Okay, so Shout let me ask you a question. We had this whole conversation in the last episode about when people make fun of your hair. A couple so, hey, episodes ago. Your hair doesn't look good or something like that. Yeah, I don't care. Do you about. remember when Steve, we were on an episode, Steve was here, and he came up, and he left and messed up your hair oh, oh yeah. i think i remember that do too. you remember that yeah i got Did really angry part? about it yeah you did 
internally. Like, I, I subdued my passion. Right. And I, I pushed right. it down. But I'm like... Like, why would you do that, man? It's like uh, that scene from Saturday Night yeah. uh, Fever. You know, I work, I work really hard on my hair. What yeah. do you do? You hit it. You hit my hair. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I felt it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like, there was a rumble. I don't... Yeah, the anger was that was the chili. inside him. That yeah. was Gates' chili that poisoned everybody. Ah, uh, worship brother Joe Schultz. Uh, wrap some tinfoil around Ken's arm and hold it up. It improves the signal. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we talked about... Um, we're going back into uh, the height of Freemasonry thing. I mean, do we have numbers? Do you have a? Can you? Are you able to pull up a number for how yeah. many Freemasons were at their height? Yep. So um, back in the fifties, anyway, which I think is a pretty good barometer for Freemasonry at its height, at least in this jurisdiction or in the United States. Right. Um, back in let's see, nineteen fifty nine, there were more than four point one million Masons in, just in the U.S. All right, oh, wow. which actually represented 4.5% of all American men. Wow. So 4.5% of this country's population of men in 1959 were Masons. Wow. Which I thought was pretty crazy. This day and age, you've got 6 million worldwide. Okay. 6 million Masons worldwide. That's that's so, a hell of a drop. Higher numbers. Hey, Ken, you wanna, uh, you're going to slide that picture over there. You wanna, yeah. I don't know if you're going to chop our heads off. but yeah, I'm uh, going to chop our heads off, but only temporarily. All right. So this was uh, from 8th August 1950, um, and this is a picture of Masons from all over the world who came to Olympia, London, to take part in uh, a world record banquet. So this was like a Masonic uh, festive board, and they were going for a world record attempt and uh, probably nailed it. So... You know how hard it is to get so. to you know get brothers to come to a table lodge these days. This is just a small number or a small percentage of the guys who came out to that. And where was this again? Uh, this was Olympia, London, back in 1950. Oh wow! Yep, that's crazy. Yeah, you don't see anybody wearing t-shirts and jeans. No, 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 no. Um, sure. I was wondering, Ken, if you could also look up in another that was huge, and they had huge, uh, huge, huge. Um, it's gonna be huge. Parades was the Knights oh, yeah. Templar. Yep. Um, I wonder if you could bring up an image of that just yeah. to show everyone uh, the image of the Knights Templar. And so, just bef- while Ken's doing that, I just want to talk about this picture that we're looking at for those who are listening on audio. It is literally a dining hall that is <sighs> Grand Central Station size, would we say? Yeah. Literally it's filled with uh, the whole you know, tables basically stacked, you know, not stacked, but uh, you know, running horizontal. Um, and unfortunately, and it, cuts off, it cuts off our heads, but you can still see George. Yeah, amazing. That's how he Funny. set it up. Um, you know, we've probably, we, we've all seen these kinds of images, nice. I think, in our lodges too, right? Because you have old, you know, we love history in Masonic lodges. I'm sure you have old pictures from the 50s and 40s hanging up around your lodge. It, you, you guys have any pictures of like those table lodges? I know we have one downstairs in our foyer, and it looked a lot like that picture that we have up here. I don't think it's just, you know, 200 members of your lodge in a room yeah, we, all we coming have, out for dinner. This lodge really doesn't have those old pictures. We have a handful of them, uh, and they're from back like 1912. Um, but realistically, I, I think a lot of the stuff of our lodge was lost. Uh, when we moved into the church years ago, okay, um, because we were we did have our own hall, and then we lost the hall, which was over at the Yale Beach Building. Yep, and then we went to the Odd Fellows Hall, which is no longer here. 
And then we moved to the church, and now we're not in the church anymore. So I just think from moving, we just lost a lot of stuff. But yeah, uh, That's too bad because those are really, really yeah. cool pictures. It's awesome to have that kind We've of stuff. We've got some really old uh, degree pictures at my mother lodge where it's like everybody in, uh, in a not only biblical regalia type stuff, but mm. they've got the, the big fake beards and the wigs on and everything. It, right, looks, right, it right. looks really cool. Yeah. Well, and a lot of those degrees, especially the Royal Arch ones, there was a lot of dress up for it, right? There was yeah, costume yeah. and stuff, which is always, always a good impression. <clears throat> Hair and makeup. Uh, unloading clips. He says, uh, hello again, brother, and my apologies. Hello. If I went a little crazy with the comments during the apathy episode, I got very excited and forgot my company. Nah, you're no, good, man. Totally no, fine. please. You do spew away the entire time. Dude. By all means, engage yeah, with us. Any, any, yeah, anything you want to say. I mean... Yep. If we uh, let the trolls have a say, we certainly have a brother who's yeah. very passionate and excited to have a say. So don't worry. Right, hundred percent. Um, so here's your uh, <clears throat> here's your Knights Templar parade. Yeah, I think that's probably the one you were thinking yeah. of, right? Where yep. they all mm-hmm. line up in the form of a cross. Yep. Yeah. And there's and it's that's just a, that's actually a small picture. Uh, did you bring it up, Ken? Is it up there? Yeah. It's oh, up maybe there right I'm waiting now. for uh, the, waiting for the. Yeah, no, it's it's up my there. Live. Catch up. We're live. Live is over here. Gotcha. Um. And that's a that's actually a relatively small picture because there is um, uh, there there's pictures that I have. Knights Templar Eye Foundation sends out a calendar um, every every year. You get a calendar from the Knights Templar Eye Foundation, oh, yeah. and they have all those have photos pictures. up there. And there, it is just wild. Like the amount of knights that were part of the Knights Templar of the York Rite, it's just crazy i mean even when you see like they have their picnics and stuff like blue watch council picnics mm-hmm. there's like three four hundred masons there and this is like third you know this is like the the, the third district it was mm-hmm. crazy, right you've seen those pictures before right yeah we'll yep. do the third district so that's a that's a rather formal one i got another one here that we can pull up yeah bring them up um i think this might be the one that you're talking about i mean it's freaking sad to actually look at these photos and see um how Things have changed. Yeah, like how how the, the the shitty part is when we've done parades and you know Morning Star I think is probably a little bit better than um I don't know uh I don't know, a little bit better than some other lodges that are more hard up and hurting. Hmm. Uh, but it's still sometimes a struggle just to get eight masons to march because again in our state in our jurisdiction you cannot march. In Masonic regalia, unless you have eight. Right, you have to have a minimum number. You have to have a minimum of eight. Paint the uh, fraternity in a positive light. So here's another one that I found. This has a few more Masons. They're actually all um, members of the Commandery Knights Templar, but you can see that they fill that entire street in Albany. Um, And this says, to describe it. Oh, is that in downtown Albany? Yep, it says Review on State Street of Knights Templars at Albany, September 4th, 1906. Very cool. So I've actually is, uh, I've actually been in their building. So you've probably seen some of these buildings are probably still standing. Yeah, nineteen you hundreds. Know, so and that the the street is probably it's a it's a street that kind of goes uphill and it's a very wide kind of thoroughfare and it's filled with Knights Templars and parades. So, so uh, there was a question in the comments that was basically who was the first guest, and I mean. It all depends because realistically, I mean, <clears throat> the junior warden at the time was Steve Saxton. He was, I guess you can say that was episode eight, was the first true guest. But, I mean, he's also a member of Morningstar. So do you really consider him a guest? <clears throat> and uh, if not, then that would make uh, special guest worshiper brother Joe Zanino. 
Yeah, it was about uh, episode 15. I was a special guest once upon a time. Actually, 16. Was it 16? Okay. I don't know where 15 is. I think I missed one. Nah, I'm missing 14 and 15. <laughs> <laughs> Unless really? I pulled them down, you probably pulled them down. I probably yeah, pulled them those down. might have been some of the ones that got censored. Oh no, 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 no! Oh, it's it's not in order. Fifteen was the lodge officers we talked about, and okay. uh, so the only one that's missing is fourteen. That could have been one that got uh, a little out of control, potentially. Mm. <laughs> that's the one. I I think I might know the one. I'll mention it off here. That's uh, never happened. <laughs> but yeah, that Mar- that Albany picture was cool. I've. Uh, been to Master's Lodge number five up in Albany. Shout out to any brothers that may be hmm. listening. They actually um, meet in the, it's not the oldest Masonic building in America, but the property is the oldest Masonic owned property in America. The building's been renovated, and I think there might have been a fire at one point. It was rebuilt, but the property itself is the oldest property owned by uh, Freemasons in America. Cool. Um, is George back on Facebook for me to DM about the interview? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Guess who's back? Um, Get him while he's still on. Again, last episode I kind of explained I rejoined Facebook under my state representative's uh, direction because I'm running for a political office in my town of Naugatuck. Hmm. So uh, she said to get back on Facebook, and uh, the minute that I got on Facebook, I was friend requested from uh, somebody, and uh, I didn't realize who it was until I went into their profile, and uh, they are from Nigeria. Oh, Uh, okay. They're a prince, and they are the most suburban white people you've ever seen in your life, so. (laughs) So not Mike the Anter. So, uh, no. (laughs) Vote for George, baby. Uh, Yeah. My my first experience of getting back into Facebook was a scammer. Yeah. No, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, it does kind of make sense. Uh, what is that, Ken? So this is a um, oh, that's the cavern degree. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Put that up. Put that up. Put I'm that up. checking to see if this is it's not royalty free, so I don't want to like and uh, PSK Auto. Something that yes, I, I will do the interview for you. Um. Yeah, let me see if I can if I can get this royalty free because this one is not, and I. You know, we don't want to get sued again. <laughs> again, no. But what are you going to take? It, up, it looks like it's a, it's a degree in like how caverns or something like that. If you were uh, familiar, it's definitely a cave with a bunch of uh, stalactites. Yep. So I'm going to grab one that isn't. Uh, oh, fourteenth was actually Jack Burrill. So I think Jack Burrill was the first one, and that was uh, he says still on Google Podcast. Keith Noonan said it. That was episode four- oh, fourteen. Jack Jack yeah. Real. It's still up there? I don't know why Apple's not showing it. Uh, whatever. Mm. Hello, panel. Uh, do you guys talk... Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to check my eyes here. Hello, panel. Do you guys talk to the side chat? Yeah. Side chat. Uh, like live chat? Live chat? live chat? Live chat. We're doing that right now. Yeah. Guy if, uh, in the gray shirt. Thumbs up if you read the comment. Yeah. So what do we do? Yeah. We, we <laughs> I'll give you another engage. thumbs up for your uh, Ric Flair little avatar there. Nice job. <laughs> Woo! We always read the comments. We All don't right. do the whole, what is it, what is it, 
hyper chat or what the hell is it called? Oh, the super chat? Super oh, chat. Yeah, where you have to pay. Throw me money to read a comment. You have to pay to go in the Discord chat and chat with us, but we don't do super chat. But as Rick Flair once said, you can't be first, sweetheart, but you can be next. You can be next. Speaking of what's next, here we have, this is a cavern degree. Ah, you found it. Yeah. From what appears to be, and I don't know if this is 100% accurate, but it looks like it's the Grand Lodge of Arizona. In Bisbee, oh. and it's Arizona. not the Hellfire okay. Club. Let's be clear about that. Nope, these are actually Masons, and this was in 1897 in a cavern. Super cool. That's right. I would awesome. love to do a cavern degree or a quarry degree or something like that. One and they actually days. put a nice little wood floor. I wonder how much yeah. house caverns. I wonder how much house caverns would whack us for that. I figured about like, hey, can we rent this out for? Uh, our luck would know. be down there in some asshole with the, on the night shift. Oh, here we go with the language again. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> well, I mean, we're not... Uh, Sorry, Joe. I got you. We're not a for-profit organization. Talk, when I start talking about chili cook-offs and he starts swearing. <laughs> that's, that's not brother. Oh, uh, right? let's see here. Joseph Schultz, are you going to bring back any more famous and well-known brothers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Always trying. The problem with uh, the part of the reason why we haven't is, is Rath is asleep at the wheel. <laughs> oh, sorry, Rath. That's okay. He doesn't even listen uh, anymore. I've reached out to a couple. I know many of them are mm, busy. I guess you could say yep. the whole COVID pandemic kind of threw the wrench in a lot of stuff. But uh, we're gonna we we got some names out there. I got some uh, people actually. One of them, uh, I'm gonna reach out to him. Maybe we'll do. Uh, can't do it Thursday. Won't be able to record Thursday, but uh, but Scott m- Walter is always willing to come back yep. on. He's got to work towards his letter Letterman jacket. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, <laughs> we could get uh, Brother Art Del Cueto on. Pat Militich would likely come back on again. I've been uh, working on getting uh, Kane. Oh That's one yeah, I've been working on. I um, uh, Kane the wrestler, right? Yep. Yeah, Daniel I got Duke. A, I got a denial from Kane. And then uh, saying he's not doing interviews at this time. At this time, I tried him and um, wrestler, um, formerly Alistair Black, currently Malachi Black. um, Tried him, and And they were very quick to deny. But I thought they were respectful in their denial. Daniel Duke, I'm gonna. I just. I'm probably gonna do that next Sunday. Uh, He is the author of Jesse James. Yes. Let's just be clear. Daniel Duke, not David Duke. Who said David? No, I'm just somebody else. Like, oh my God, they're having David Duke on. Who's David Duke? He was a former Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh no, 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 no! I think he was running for governor. He might have been a senator in Louisiana or something. Yeah, just before somebody gets their panties in a bunch of like, oh my God, it's that guy. No, it's totally different. Let me read the two editorial reviews of his book. Oh Christ, Greg Schultz, I hate you. Daniel Duke has successfully cracked open part of the mystery surrounding the Templar treasure from Jerusalem that had been moved to the Americas to help establish a free nation. Jesse James and the lost Templar treasure goes beyond just theorizing that treasure was moved to the Americas, in fact, demonstrates the connections and methods utilized to hide certain treasures. There have always been those who have sought to shape history to ensure to ensure that freedoms and artifacts could be preserved in the Americas. Mm-hmm. Daniel Duke's book is uh, the cutting edge of revealing some of what has remained hidden. Anybody who is interested in the Templar legacy and their connection with the Americas will find true gems in this book. And that was from Timothy Hogan. Oh, okay. We know Timothy Hogan. Templar Grandmaster, yeah, author, and lecturer. Cool. Uh, the other one. 
was uh, having inadvertently fallen down one of the many hidden wells of esoteric knowledge dotted across the North American landscape. Author Daniel J. Duke, the great-great-grandson of the outlaw Jesse James, I did not know that, weaves a wonderful tale of the southern intrigue and mysterious treasure. His family connection enables him to explore the ancient mysteries within the Tree of Life and Veil templates and their connections over time to the Freemasons. The Knights Templar, the Knights of the Golden Circle, Francis Bacon and the Rosicrucians, and the Sovereign Grand Commander Albert Pike, where he travels next on his personal journey of discovery, will be the key. That was a uh, from William F. Mann, author of the Knights Templar in the New World, the hmm. Templar Meridians and Templar. Cool. So uh, he... Basically, we, we got jammed up because I was trying to have all three of you knuckleheads on at the same time when we did his interview. But uh, once we get that squared away, once all three of us can be up here, hopefully next Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, we will. I'll have him uh, come on Skype. Yeah, that'll be fun, and uh, I think that'll be a good one. So, Justin, just real quick, I'd like to throw a flag on mm. for Brother Greg Schultz for violation of Rule Number Two. No oh, flag on the play. <laughs> Speaking of flags on the play, um, our Discord annual, now it's annual, I guess, because we did it last year, but Mm -hmm. our now annual uh, Fantasy Football League has just kicked off. Our draft was yesterday, and I am unhappy with uh, my team so far. I'm sure you guys are happier. I had the last. I had the last. (laughs) I got a terrible team. Yeah. I had the last pick, which is like in a 12 league team. And you still did better than me. I I think I did all right. At the fourth pick. Fourth from best, I think. And, you know, Joseph G., mm-hmm. who's back. Joseph yeah. Grabowski, back yep. on Discord. Yep. Um, he's back in the league, too. He's back in the league, too. Yep. And he picked the the best team, the team that's expected to yep. do good. He's yeah. got the A team. How did he do last year? Not well, too good. Yeah. <laughs> I think times change. Uh, Joe needs Oak Island Chili Company shirts. <laughs> That that's, would be cool. That's what I was throwing the flag on. I threw the flag on that comment. I kind of like Speak that. Speak of which, I actually just seen uh, a trailer for the new season, and they found gold remnants in the water. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's always gonna, gold remnants I'll in the water. I'll make sure you see a trailer, a tractor trailer. <laughs> running right down the street after you, like the one from that Stephen King movie with the Green Goblin on the front. Mm-hmm. I'll DVR it for you. I'll send maximum you. overdrive, I think. All right. Yeah, so here's yeah. what I, I can't wait for Christmas. I'm getting you the Oak Island box set. <laughs> yeah. I hope Ken gets you a cup. <laughs> I'll get you a bobblehead. Like an athletic supporter. An athletic supporter. If you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. In schmedium. Yeah. So you guys want to hear some uh, statistics? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so I actually found, I love graphs, man, and I actually found a graph of Masonic membership in uh, the United States over time. And at its height, yep, it was just over four million, and we were looking at 1962 or so to about 1970. Um, that's when Freemasonry was at its membership height, um, at least since 1924. What year was that it again? Was at its peak, so uh, 1962 or so to 70. Okay, that was at which its is height. what you would get. It's like baby boomer kind of. Yeah. that's when it was All at right. its height, just over four million. Um, the the, the this particular graph ends in 2016 uh, at just over 1 million nationwide. So, And I don't think we're anywhere near that now, right? 75% reduction there. Um, I think we're just below 1 million nationally right. right now, if I recall. 
um, the, the most recent data I have on this chart was 2016. But yeah, you would think it was, um, you know, staying at that 4 million number. I can actually show you this. Let me, uh, I wonder what the, the I wonder image, why uh, the decline though. I mean, well, it declined was... a little bit prior to that. So there was actually a decline in 19, like the, the mid to late thirties in forties. So yeah. Okay. You've got world war two, world war two. That's your, that's your world. There's your world war right there. Yep. But, you know, I wonder why after 1970 it started to decline. Because, I mean, realistically, it's before the Internet. Yeah. Um, there really wasn't any anti-Masons, I think, at that point. It just kind of really, started no. to just fall. I wonder why. Like, that's I would love to know why. And I personally feel it's when the cost of living went up. Because more people started having to work two jobs. That I mean, could be, yeah. I think I'm wrong. I, I could be wrong. Could be right. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably the cost of living went up when people had to get uh, more jobs. You know, uh, couldn't if you had to work a second job or couldn't really afford their. I mean, when did when was the, when did Carter come into play? He was nineteen seventies, right? Seventy two. Oh, there's four, your decline right now. Yep. There's your decline. So that's yeah. I mean, inflation, <laughs> inflation. So yeah, the economy definitely had an impact. I think um, around that time. But if you look at, I'll try to describe this as best I can. It's difficult to describe a graph, but the graph starts in about 1924. Okay, in 1924 in the U.S., we had just over three million Masons. All right, and then that, you know, increased a bit to around, yeah, I figure, 3.25 million or so mm-hmm. in 1930. Then right around 1932, it starts to take a dip again. So then you right. have the World War II, uh, World War Two years. Right. Uh, we dip to around 2.5 million <laughs> and float around there until about 1944, 1948 when the war ends, and then it spikes back up to about 4 million mm. uh, by the time we get to 1956 or so. Mm. And then it's the- interesting how it's like uh, how fast it started rapidly declining in the years afterward. Yeah. And, and it's pretty I, linear too. It's not yeah. like uh, you know it wasn't like an exponential like you know loss during any particular year. It's a very you know flat kind of line trend line from uh, about 1958 or so into 2016. It was mm. we were losing about the same number of masons every year. I, I firmly believe it has to do with the, the cost of living, and then you started having other things coming into be, such as the internet. You started you know uh, you started having. People were less interested, I think. And I think my personal opinion is because masonry really didn't have anything to offer them then. They were very quiet, closed-lipped. It's not like they were out there putting billboards on freaking, you know. uh, It was more of the... It was the more of the good old boy system where you had to know somebody for a certain amount of time before they can come in. And I think ultimately that kind of shot us in the foot, in a sense. When I make some people, I know, I know, there's going to be some past grandmaster out there who's going to bust my balls about this. But I firmly believe that that old system of you need to know somebody for a certain amount of time before you can, and you you can't ask them, right? Mm -hmm. You can't ask them. You can't say, hey, I think you'd be a good fit for masonry because that was, you couldn't do that either. Yeah. Well, what ended up happening is, you know, you're, you're not, and I got to be one ask one. Yes, that's the motto. However, that's not how it always goes. Right. Uh, uh, Brother George Cochera, or Skip, as I call it, I, I said to him flat out, I'm like, I think you'd be a good fit for Freemasonry. He's like, oh, yeah. You know, sparked up a conversation. Sometimes I had to just, just 
give it a nudge. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not like you were recruiting or right. saying, like, Wasn't hey, recruiting. take this petition, man. Like, it yeah, was, no, it's not were, like I was making him write it in blood. Yeah, it, was conversation. His, it was just conversation. Yep. And I don't think that was something that was done until basically modern day. Did you put that up in the... Oh, you put that up in the left? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I took it off. That's... Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Um, but you also, like... So then that decline started to hit around the late 60s, early 70s. That's when you really saw a lot of social discourse you had vietnam war going on you started yeah. to see that whole yeah, hippie movement coming in where they were really separating away from the traditional values of not only you know their parents and grandparents but you know the the norm of the united states they were kind of rebelling mm-hmm. against that and if you um, move away from tradition then well freemasonry is all about ex- tradition. exactly it's exactly. representative of the establishment yep. really so yeah. so uh uh, I'm going to just address uh, two things in here. Daniel Valdez first. He says, uh, do you think the new show, The Lost Symbol, will spark interest? Potentially. But I also think it's going to s- spark a lot of shit talkers who are going to sit there going, oh, see, I told you, see, see. You know, that oh, yeah, crap. The Dan Brown books did uh, offer kind of a resurgence in membership a little bit right. for a short period of time. So hopefully it causes uh, some of the younger folks who, Mm. you know, weren't really of age when those first books came out to consider membership in the craft. That's what, uh, two and the other th- that starts? I think it's like two weeks. And I want to, uh, I want to uh, re- just address uh, what uh, I'm Rick says. He said, I would be a great Mason. I can barbecue like a wild man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm assuming be you're being funny. He goes, I think that's an important fact to be a Mason. Uh, be able to make don't know just from too. what I say. Nah. Yeah, he and I were going back and forth with some yeah. uh, jokes. And some uh, I just want to just put it out there uh, that uh, when and I know he's probably being funny about the barbecue thing, but uh, when he says I would be a great Mason, I just want to be clear that there's no Mason out there past or present that is a great mason we're all striving to be better than what we are mm-hmm. yeah i don't think that's what he meant but yes <laughs> no, no 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 i'm just saying it, it, it's sparked my my right you know yeah. we're always trying to improve as masons we're always trying to be better than what we were yesterday yep and that's a journey that you never really complete and sometimes it's a shit show <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's a broken ass rickety bridge that you have to climb over and it that's true it's a tough road uh but that's why you got your brothers around to uh, keep you on that correct path. Uh, Keith Noonan, over here, they hope the Freemasonry documentary would, sp- would park interest. Yeah. Uh, would spark interest. Uh, don't think don't it think did. did. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you have to understand the problem with these documentaries are nobody freaking watches them. <laughs> well, no, every Mason goes and every watches Mason goes <laughs> we are, them. We're already members. Yeah. yeah. Masons go and they're like, ah, Bullshit. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've watched all of those with my wife, and my wife is like, I don't want to watch another documentary on Freemasonry. I just don't care. Right, like, I don't care. And right? I was like, oh, I'm the only one. And all we, do is, all we do is get pissed off, because when they right. do the documentary, yeah. they talk about Masons, it's all good, and then they bring on some son of a bitch, like Alex Jones, who just... Oh, yeah, you got to show the other side, the other <sighs> opinion, the public opinion on Masonry. Already. I'm shaking already, Joe. Do you see my hands? I'm shaking already. But they always bring out. They bring out. Well, you know, they they hide secrets in the dollar. And uh, okay, well, you know, not all Masons are freaking Americans. So you know that just blows your whole hiding secrets in the dollar thing out the window. Because I'm sure there's people in England that never seen an American dollar in their entire life, hmm. or in New Zealand. They don't know what the hell American currency looks like. So right. whatever. Yeah. But so those things piss me off. But I I think a show like Dan Brown's Lost Symbol, um will definitely spark interest because it's a it's pop culture it's pop culture yeah i think that 
I think that would definitely help. So we'll have to um, see. We'll have to see how these graphs change over time after this. PSK Auto makes a good point here, uh, which is 33 and beyond was decent. I kind of like that one. The filmmaker, I'm not like, you know, a huge, you know, lover of his style. But like, I think the, the content of the the film and like the, the people that he interviewed and everything, I think it was, you know, better than average for sure. Mm. There's a little bit more of a artistic flair, I think, to that. Groove and bass. Uh, I kind of wonder if membership dropped isn't culturable. Uh, most organizations I'm aware of have been losing membership for a long time. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's a lot to that. I think there's yeah. um, you know things that take time. Freemasonry takes time. You're not mm. going to sit in a two-hour online course and uh, become a mason. It, it can take months. It could take in some jurisdictions. It could take years. And a lot of people don't want to wait that long for anything these days. Mm. You know, you, people get pissed off when you have to wait three minutes for the microwave to cook something. It's... Hot Culturally, <laughs> so uh, Hot a couple Hot things here I just just want to address here, if you guys don't mind. Um, uh, what the hell is it? Oh, the various vet organizations, ham radios, and yeah, yeah, I get all that. Mm. Um, I also think it's because a lot of people are on their freaking idiot boxes all the time. They're they're got an electronic yeah. in their face all the time, you know. And I also firmly believe that it's also because people are they work hard for their money. They they're working. They're not just working nine so to five and. Them, right? Hi, honey, I'm home. Mm. You know, they're working 12-hour shifts and sometimes longer. Overtime is kind of like, I don't know why they call it overtime anymore. It's just yeah, it's the, the way things it's are. It's the way now. things are. When you're salary, there is no overtime. Right. That's true. Um, yeah, but we tend to do that, too. Salaried guys tend to work their arses off, especially with COVID, mm. right? Yeah. Like, it's easy to work from home and, you know, overwork yourself because, you know, <laughs> you just walk across the room from your bed to your office. Uh, let's see here. Chai. Uh, you need to get Alex Jones on. I will tell you this much. I'll say it before. I'll say it again. It's been discussed. Yeah. It's been discussed. I would be open to sitting across the table from Alex Jones and having a discussion so long as he doesn't go on one of his rants. Of like, course he's going. Yeah, it's Back impossible. and forth, back and forth. Did like, you hear Rogan try to reel I, him in yes, recently? I know, I know, I know. It was very difficult to reel him in. But, to ha- but I, I, And I've said this before. I've said it again. I think he's gotten so much information. Some of it is actually proven to be correct. Alex Jones oh, is a dumb man. He's, he's no. smart. But I think he's got so much information that he's tying loose ends where they're, they're, there's no tying it. Right. Um, there's certain things that, that he just gets off on a freaking tear. And, like, I don't, I and he talks about things that you can't even prove, like, oh, there's a 360 degrees on the planet right. Sirius. How the hell do you even know that? Yeah, he'll, That's he'll the do, shit that will piss me off. He'll do well for the first couple of minutes, and then he'll start just adding things that yeah, don't. Then he'll just get a Gwendolyn bottle. Just well, The evil has twisted his mind. Uh, so, But, but uh, hey, I'd be down for it. Yeah, but. I'll ref. I'll be down for it. Somebody man, he might be ref. on Cameo. We could do a Cameo. We uh, should have done Daniel Valdez, if Ken Burns did a documentary on Freemasonry, do you think it would help? Who's Ken Burns? Ken Burns uh, is yeah. a very famous documentarian. Would that be mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, he did uh, a huge Civil War one. He did a big one on baseball. The unfortunate mm. thing is I believe they tend to air on PBS. And they're very long. Uh, and they're very, usually, yeah, like 13 long. parts. Yeah, like, like the Civil War was, yeah. It was, I, no I mean, they're, they're very well done, Yeah, but I don't think you, if, if you're looking to add a new generation, I don't think mm. you put a 13-episode thing on PBS. Um, I just don't. 
If you put it on Netflix, maybe. Yeah. We had a conversation about doing a reality show at one point. You remember? Yeah, that? we put some feelers out we there. We put some feelers out there. That would that would be a good idea. Yeah. I also think that they didn't feel us back. Yeah, well, we didn't get <laughs> options. Which I also think that if they did a show, not like Dan Brown, like an actual like running series, like let's say like a Game of Thrones or a. Or, uh, you know what I mean? Or, like, something like on, like, for instance. Something serialized. Dude, for instance. Like the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Yeah. You start seeing Star Wars shirts. The Sopranos went out, was on. All of a sudden, everybody's wearing pinky rings and got fat, like Tony Soprano. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's why. <laughs> you want to hear something crazy? <laughs> hey, boobity bobbity, bobbity boobity. Like, hear oh. something crazy? What? Never seen a single episode of that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of that one. I've seen a Never few saw a episodes, episode. but wasn't a, a adherent. Seriously, seriously, yeah. but now it makes my people look bad. Your people, my people. gingers. You're Irish. I'm Italian. There's no Zanino. Yeah, no, he is Italian. He he he's explained this before. He was yeah. like the Zanino? one strange Zanino ginger is Italian. Yeah. yeah, it ends in a vowel. Calabrese. Come on. All right, yeah. all right. It doesn't but, sound Irish to you, does it? Makes my people look bad. Uh, I don't know. I did watch every episode of uh, Sons of Anarchy though. That was a good show. Which mm-hmm. was really just what Hamlet. Yeah. No, it really uh, was. Hello it was or something? One of the two. Was, yeah. I think there were some. It really was just, I think it was, I think Hamlet maybe. Because the father died and then he. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Um, Anywho. Mm. But uh, there's on. even, Sopranos is relaunching now. It's supposed to be like the, the time before Tony was the boss and all that stuff. But they're doing a relaunch. And now you're starting to see more and more of this come about. I mean. Uh, Nothing new under the sun, you know. But, but I'm saying, the if they of. did some sort of a series show that was like compelling like that, you'd see a spark in Freemasonry. Mm. But, but I don't think documentaries are the way to go. I mean, they've been Freemasonry's been documented the shit out of, in my opinion, and every single one of them sucked. Yeah, because it always ends up in some conspiracy thing, and then you know, it's it's the Masons talking. This is what we're about. The blah 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 blah. The conspiracy theorists come on and just go bat shit about their mm. freaking stuff and then in the end they're like but there's no proof that this is actually the case it's like mm. why the fuck are you talking about it drive them on then every time one of these things comes out like i sit down and i'm all like scholarly and oh i'm gonna give this uh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna give this a good try and see whether it's different than all of the others and then by the end of it i'm like three beers deep like railing at the tv yeah. that's not right yeah. it's not what we do that's not, even, that's not even how you vest a candidate. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, know, you just get pissed off. and so Our hair looks much better uh, than that. I, I know. But, but that's kind of what I'm saying with the, like, the times. It's like, you know, Freemasonry, yes, I, I know the Scottish Rite has the not just the Man of Mason billboard and the motto and everything mm-hmm. and videos and stuff. That's great. But Freemasonry needs to get more in pop culture. Like, we need to actually, like... Yeah, I mean, go where the... Go where it is. Go where like, the audience is. Do a reality is. show. You know, mm. put Keith Noonan and Danny Collins in a freaking... Oh, hell yeah. In a, in a, in in a, a men's world. warehouse where we're trying to make suits for, for Masons who can't yeah. do it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say out. put them in a men's room. <laughs> I thought oh, you were going to put them in... No, we'll put them in, like, a men's warehouse where we're using the uh, imperial system and they're using metric. Like, oh, yeah, that'd be hilarious. That'd be freaking... <laughs> And they're measuring inch seams. One leg's yeah. longer than the other. Just yeah. <laughs> it was twenty-seven millimeters. What the? What the? F- <laughs> Bollocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the swearing back and forth, like you know, I think that you know, it would put a positive spin on Freemasonry because it would be not only funny, but it would kind of give you an insight to what we do. And yeah, okay, you don't have to open the. You know, you could bring the freaking cameras into the lodge. You just chase them out. Right. Yeah. When when we do our thing after lodge, yeah. you know, the cameras come back and we do our, you know, and you know, 
do like the after hours type, you know, the, 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 I don't say after hours, but after lodge meetings or, yeah. or come beforehand. You, you want to, sh- you know, something else you can do too? Show the chamber of reflection. Yeah. Show the charity events. Show the we, chamber uh, of reflection. That's not part of our ordained ritual. Yeah. Like show the charity events. Yeah. You know, show Rafferty trying to squeeze his big ass into that golf cart driving around yeah. to the Morningstar car show. That yep. was freaking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so those are the things that we can do that would improve masonry, and those are the most fun things about in modern masonry. times. Anyway, actually, actually, one of the funniest raft things I ever saw, and unfortunately, it was in in open lodge, so you couldn't uh, film it. But when he yeah. leaned back in the chair and broke that, uh, oh god, cord, yeah. Like oh yeah, hundred year old Eastern Star light thing. Oh, I wasn't here for that one. I was, yeah. <laughs> But oh, that would that would go well on a. It was a dark day on a uh, reality show because they're always like. Breaking things. The yeah. funny thing is, yeah. he didn't do it on purpose. Those shows, I think, they do it right. on purpose sometimes. And yeah, no, this was uh, we would we would have to have creative control over this uh, this particular series, and I think that's probably mm-hmm. why we'll never never be optioned for it. I don't th- just just I, I guess be a straight shooter with it, right? Just, yeah. just be straight with it, you know. Don't don't make fights where there's not fights. In well, I mean, that's what reality produces. That's what yeah, I know. Unfortunately, it's what they do, George. Um, Even the ones that aren't like real world, you know, like Curse of Oak Island. Most of that stuff, I think, is probably just set up. I like don't. when Barkhouse sneaks out in the middle of the night. And yeah, sabotages, and sabotages all of the. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's pretty straight and accurate. I, I think that's probably part of the deal. Is no, if you're going to no, have your camera, there's, no there's a reason if you're going to have your. There's a reason why they wear the same clothes every episode, yeah. so they could edit anything in that they want. He's just poking at you, Joe. I know. But <laughs> no, they wear the same... Look, they wear the same clothes. Do you really yeah. think yeah. that those two guys would actually lie about what they're finding? Absolutely. <sighs> why do you say that, though? Like, You're being an ass. You're violating rule number two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, throw the F-bomb Throw the F-bomb at you. Violation. A little bit. I got his temperature up a little bit. Violation. <laughs> that's because that's, that's, that's my body's still in shock from earlier. <laughs> Uh, that. So, positive mechanic character on a popular show could be the way to go. I think so. Um, yeah. Show what we really are. Not a positive spin. We're not trying to freaking blow sunshine up anybody's ass hair. Right, just show what real. we really are. Yeah. Like, you know. Yep. Uh, film, stick with a mason who's driving in the car before he's about to do a ritual. And yeah. listen to him shit in his pants because he can't get his freaking words right because he's like, I've done this a thousand freaking yeah. times. Like and some of the documentaries have kind of almost sort of examined that aspect of masonry, but it's never for very long, and that's kind of like the no. interesting stuff. You're missing right? all the like, they. What do they do in these documentaries? They go over the history, which everybody's heard six billion times. You can look it up on freaking Wikipedia or whatever the hell you want. You know. They they go over the history. They talk about the the Morgan affair. They talk about anti masonry. They talk about famous masons. They talk about the dollar bill. They talk about the founding fathers of the country. And they try to reveal some. And then they try to reveal some secret. No. And then they steal content from the the hot new podcast. <laughs> they steal what? Who are we talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're digging. You're digging. Yeah, that um, was a reach, man. Was, that was a reach. But I see what he's up to. Hunting outside your coverage here. Um. <laughs> But uh, th- and then what they do is um, at the end of it, they're like, "Oh, there's th- you can see these stars and different designs written in the grid of the- it was a fucking grid. That's how DC streets are set up. You can make any shape out of it. <clears throat> and then at the end of it, they're like, "But none of this is proven." Yeah, it's basically the formula for any good Masonic documentary, I think. So that's an hour of your life, yeah. s- at least. 
That is wasted. Well, for us, because, you know. Well, I think for anybody, because you're watching a bullshit well, yeah. show. Not if they believe it. Yeah. They believe it. They believe yeah, then they end up the going on YouTube and making videos about missing babysitters and whatnot. Mm, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, but I think that's where we need to go. We need to go into some sort of a reality TV show, or or like a Dan Brown, or well, even something. Like a, it doesn't even have to be something serious like that. Like I could see when he first mentioned uh, a character on a show. I'm thinking more along the lines of say a sitcom. Yeah, and um, I could I could totally see like a, a neighbor who's a mason on um, mm. that one with Tim Allen, the new one, Last Man Standing, ah, uh-huh. which is relatively a uh-huh. conservative okay. type show. Uh-huh. It gets a little political, it gets a little current affairs, but uh-huh. I could certainly see uh, you know somebody on that show being uh, a Freemason or something, just even coming if you in and adding it. a little. Yeah, comedy. and even if you want to do like a, a sitcom, like a comedy sitcom. You can do like uh, the neighbors of Freemason and the <clears throat> yo, their neighbors of Freemason, and this guy's trying to figure out what the deep dark secrets are. So he's like doing stupid shit, breaking into his house, and not breaking into his house, but you know, you know, doing like uh, funny things, tailing his car, and finding out he's like, you, you could know, do um, that was like a Tom <clears throat> Hanks movie in the late eighties, I want to say, called The Burbs. <laughs> They yes. thought mm-hmm. um, they thought the, the neighbors were like killing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, but and the whole a, neighborhood was in on yes, like, trying yes. to figure out what the hell was going on. Yeah, that would be like, funny as hell. And then to, in the fun. end, it'd be yeah. like, oh, that's all. You know, that's it. You know, I, they're I, just normal people. You mean? Yeah, <laughs> I think something like that would be funny. Masonic boxing match. Masonic boxing match. Oh, hang on. Old idea. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's rehash. I mean, I don't want to pop Danny's eye out of his head, and I hope he's doing good. Uh, I hope he's he's healing. I know he's uh, having some some issues with his eyes. And uh, honestly, Danny, if you need anything, please don't. F- please feel free to reach out, uh, even if it's just for some company. Just so, funny thing mm-hmm. about that. To get back to our fantasy football draft, mm-hmm. Danny Collins literally could not see the screen last night. Yeah, and it was oh. like auto picking. Uh. Still got a better grade than Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I got a C plus. Uh, last question. It's like high we're school gonna, all over again. Last comments, and then we're going to wrap this up because we're uh, already there. Um, hilarious show, brothers. Would love to see Alex Jones George George debate. Um, wishing you all a good weekend. Wanted to share. I'll be taking my master mason degree in October before leaving for the military. Well, oh, good luck, thank brother. You, brother good luck. Let us know how it goes, and uh, please reach out before you leave, and uh, we will give you a proper send off. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Danny is more or less blind at the moment. Could have been. Yeah, uh, definitely, Team Danny. Uh, if he needs anything, or Please reach out. We'll, uh, yeah, he's always had he's our not back. far away, and he's always yeah. had our back. And, and, and the back of many, many yes, brothers. When you see some of the stuff, uh, if you were a member of Discord, which you can only get from, through Patreon for as little as $5 a month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First show I saw where the members were in Lodge was the Flintstones. Oh, oh yeah, the uh, yes. Water Buffalo. Water Buffalo mm-hmm. Club. All right. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap I got to eat. Mm. All right. Thank you guys for being with us for 200 episodes. We appreciate all the support, and you can continue to support by like, subscribing, and sharing everything that we do. We're also on Facebook. Uh, George is Twitter. back for now for a limited time. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Facebook, George. You are definitely. What do they call that in Vegas when somebody says limited showings? Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, limited engagement. There, that's what I was yeah. like. Limited engagement. You are definitely getting small Oak, batch. Oak Island box set. And I'm going to make sure that I get that chili from uh, Brother John Gates. Ooh. For you. Well, he's so ashamed he moved out of the state. He won't get Did it. he really? Yeah, he's in Florida now. Oh. Because uh, 
Yeah, so I brought there. shame upon his house. Well, he's got to be champion in more than one state. No, he's, he felt shame. <laughs> he went away for a little bit. Yeah. All right, brothers. Wrap it up. Yeah. You guys, any last thoughts? Nope. Nothing else? Nope. No. I think we've, All right. think we've beat maximum, it to death. Yeah. Maximum output. All right. Yeah, for 200 episodes, you would think we'd be a little bit more energetic and be like, oh, I'm going to keep going for a whole another hour. But yeah, no, we're old people. I'm hungry. Yeah. I haven't eaten. Yeah, starving. Yeah. All right. For the Freemasons Podcast, I am Right Worshipful Brother George Marjorie, signing off. Worshipful Brother Joe, signing off. And Worshipful Brother Ken, signing off. Happy 200, everyone. Mm. See you later, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good night. Good night, my friends.